and thank you for joining me on another episode of Your Story, God's Glory. My name is Lynn, uh, and thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for uh, just being part of this and what God is doing. Today, what I actually want to jump into is, as you read on the title, Church Hurt. And yes, church hurt is something very real, unfortunate, something that does happen. And for those of you who are listening to this podcast and aren't Christian, but you guys are my friends, family members who are supporting me and listening to this because it's me um, and have no clue about what I mean about church hurt and how is that possible? If we're Christian, we should all be nice to each other. Yeah, uh, ideally, we really should all be nice to each other. Ideally, we all should be um, respectful of one another, but unfortunately, we are human, and there are certain situations where um, people's ego, people's pride, and all these things get the best of them, and unfortunately, church hurt does happen. And it's something that does need to be addressed because a lot of the times um, it gets swept under the rug. Um, It doesn't get discussed. We see people leaving the church. We see people just not talk about things. They go to another church, take their hurt over there, and either they find healing or they continue to get hurt again. And it becomes very, very difficult because the hurt is never addressed. The situation is never addressed. And so really, I want to share a personal experience that happened with me without necessarily going into too many details, because honestly, it's not necessary. It's just the whole concept of what happened. Uh, The whole situation of what happened is what's important, but no names need to be mentioned. Nothing else needs to be said about it. Um, And I could share a bunch of other stories that I've heard from people. I could share a bunch of other uh, situations that people have been in because unfortunately I have heard millions, not millions, but I have heard a lot of other stories of people having to deal with their previous churches and things that they dealt with, with pastors, with people from the church, with other leaders, um, and things like that. And it just becomes very difficult, but those are not my stories to share. If you would like to share your story about a situation that you were in, where you were hurt, by the church, where you were hurt by the pastor, where you were hurt by a leader, where you were hurt even by a friend who was doing ministry with you and would like to just come and share something, let me know. We want to put the story out there, not to shame anyone, not to point names, not to blame anyone, because it's not something that we will do. What we want to find here is healing What we want to find here is encouragement. What we want to find here is a place for someone to be able to speak and voice their story so that God could get the glory, so that we could see what God has done, what God has brought you through, the healing that God did, and where you are now. And so there are so many stories out there, unfortunately, of people getting hurt in ministry in so many places. and. For me, one of the stories I will share, again, without naming names, churches, or people, or anyone responsible, Um, and some of you obviously will know what I am talking about because you were there in that situation, and some of you know um, where I came from, the the churches I've been in, and 
And this situation really, really was something unexpected for me. I I really didn't appreciate it. I was hurt. I put my walls up after this happened. And I didn't know what to do aside from just leaning on God and allowing him to work in my heart, honestly, for almost an entire year before I can be completely fine with speaking with certain people. Um, there was a situation that happened some years back where uh, the pastor I was under um, was asked to leave the church without any sort of um, reason as to why. And I didn't understand why this was happening. He, the pastor, he was doing great things. He was doing amazing things for the community. He was making changes in the church. I was starting to see something big happening within the ministries. And it was something very, very encouraging. So when this situation happened, it kind of threw me off to the side because I didn't understand why a pastor would be asked to leave a church when we're seeing something big happen, when we're seeing success come out of this, when we're seeing ministries grow, when we're seeing people encouraged to serve, people wanting to know more of God, people wanting to hear more of God. And and so that whole situation happened. It was chaotic. It, it got to the point where we did have to have a meeting with all the members of the church, anyone in, uh, anyone wanting to listen to the situation. And we had this meeting, and it was not the best meeting um, I've ever been in. Um, the, to put it this way, half of the church was upset. The other half didn't really know what was going on because they weren't necessarily in the loop. And so the half of the church that was upset um, was really damaged. And I would say the majority of them did end up leaving because of the whole situation. Um, the other half, they didn't understand what was going on, and it was completely fine. They they stayed, obviously, and served, and some of them still continue to serve at that church, and glory to God for what he is still doing with all of us. But for me, when I was in that situation, um, I remember requesting for... Um, for them to, for the church to allow for the pastor to come back and speak one more time at the church, one more Sunday, so that he could say his last message, so that he could say goodbye. And I was told that was not possible. As soon as I heard that, I put my walls up. I was upset and I let things be. I, I was angry, but I did not let my anger come out. I stayed quiet. I bit my tongue. And when all of that happened, I, I didn't know what to do. The people that left, I was like, okay, I could probably leave too. But for me, I didn't have any other church to go to. And I, I didn't want to just leave church and not attend anywhere or start church hopping and start trying to see where I'm going to go next. Um, because it wasn't something I wanted to do. Um, and so I, I felt like I was stuck. I was stuck somewhere. Um, I wasn't really comfortable in it anymore. It didn't feel like home. It didn't feel like church. And so I was so frustrated. And in my prayers to God, I was like, God, I don't want to be here. I'm only going to be here because you have called me to serve. And that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to do, I'm not going to go above and beyond as I'm used to. And for those of you that know me, I do my, I, I try my absolute best to go above and beyond any place that needs help, any, any ministry that needs help. 
I was always willing to help anywhere, even now in my current church. And my current church, that sounds weird. And my current church, I still try to um, serve and help in any way I can because I see what God is doing within our church. I see what God is doing with our ministries. And so at that time, what I ended up doing is I said, okay, God, I don't, I don't want to go above and beyond. All I'm going to do is I'm just going to show up Sundays, serve where I need to serve and go home. I'm just going to show up on Wednesdays, serve where I need to serve and go home. And I I kept that up. I said, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is how it's going to happen. And that's all that's going to happen. And so I did that for about three months. And it was very frustrating because I wanted to surf more. I wanted to do more, but I was so upset, so angry with everything that happened. I just couldn't, I couldn't face people that the way I did. I wasn't open as I used to be. I put my walls up. I was very direct and very subtle, very quiet, very to myself. And people noticed, people started seeing a change in me and they tried, they tried communicating with me. And I said, no, I'm just here to serve Sundays and Wednesdays. Any other event, I'm sorry, I can't help. And for three months, I was there trying my best. And I didn't know, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to go to. I didn't know who to talk to. The people that were hurt the same way I was, unfortunately, had already left the church. Um, They were either going other places or were looking for another church. Um, But for me, I was, I felt like I was stuck. Um, I had friends there as well, but it was difficult to talk to them because they already knew the situation. They weren't sure how to help. They weren't sure how to address the situation either. And so for me, I just put up walls that that I didn't want anyone, anyone to get into or anyone to know me the way they did or anything like that. Eventually, a door opened up to leave and to go to a different church. And I immediately took it upon. I visited the church. I saw um, what they were doing and it felt like home and it felt like the right time to leave because I think if I would have stayed where I was, um, what would have ended up happening is I probably would have walked away completely from God, completely from the church, not from God, but just from the body of Christ in general, just from fellowship, from being somewhere where God intends me to be. So I feel like I would have just walked away from the church in general, not from God. My relationship with God probably would have been there. But the thing with that is we still need to do fellowship. We still need to be plugged into a church. We still need to have um, some sort of fellowship with the body. Um, It can't just be us by ourselves in our relationship with God. Something I've learned is God doesn't want us to be in isolation. God doesn't want us to be just ourselves, but instead he wants us to have a place where we can go, a place, a group of people that we can have. Regardless if it's a Bible study, regardless if it's a church, there has to be a body that we go to where we can basically congregate, where we can actually meet together, where we can actually have fellowship. And 
when I left, I ended up going to another church. It was a place of healing for me. This was a place where I saw God restore things, where I saw God bring things to light, where I was able to forgive myself and forgive others, where I was able to just let go of my pride, let go of everything I was holding on to, the hurt, the things going on, because this was a different place where I felt appreciated, where I felt valued, where I felt like my voice mattered. And so when I left, everything started to change. Um, I started seeing God move in my life and I started seeing him work in me. And it took about a year before I could see um, and talk about certain people um, and, and see them somewhere else without being upset or, or holding something against them. There was a lot that I had to let go of in order to be where I'm at now. And, and I'm just thankful to God that I was able to find a church. I was able to find another group of people that took me in, that helped me, that led me, that showed me that even though we get hurt at church, God is still good. Even though we get hurt at church, God never leaves us. He guides us uh, to find people, to surround us with people that will help us move forward and help us grow, help us elevate. And I want to encourage you, if you've ever dealt with any sort of church hurt, because I think every single one of us has where we feel we've been taken advantage of, where we feel uh, we've been wronged, where we feel that something happened that shouldn't have happened and we don't know how to deal with it. Um, one of the things is stuff does need to get addressed. Stuff does need to be brought to light. And it's not to shame anyone. It's not to bring anyone down. But um, our voice does matter. Our opinion matters on how we see things, our perspectives, um, how we do things. And we need to allow God to just work through us as we talk it out. And uh, there's going to be times actually when we do have to stay quiet. There's going to be times where we have to just sit, listen, and allow God to speak to us and let us know when is the time to begin to speak. When is the time to begin to say something? Because sometimes it will be immediately where we have to address an issue. Other times it's going to have to take a moment before we say anything. And one of the reasons for that is because Sometimes we let the emotions, our emotions, get the best of us. If we look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 to 32, it says this, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. This is something important for us to keep in mind and in our hearts whenever situations like this happen, because we cannot allow, we cannot allow the enemy to take over our hearts and take over our minds to uh, allow bitterness inside of us, to allow the anger or the rage or the things inside of us. No, we need to forgive those who have hurt us. We need to forgive those who have wronged us. We need to when we leave churches, we need to leave in right terms. When we move on from churches, we need to leave knowing that God is still going to do something in our lives and God is going to deal with the people he needs to deal with. We cannot hold on to things when we leave to go somewhere else because now we're carrying that 
to the other location. And even if we are carrying something, even if we are carrying that anger, that that, that rage, everything, God is going to deal with you as well. And sometimes it is going to hurt and it is going to be a very interesting transition. But allow yourself to be changed and transformed by God. Don't be so... Uh, closed in to what you're feeling, but allow God to move in your heart. Allow God to transform your mind. Yes, someone hurt you. Yes, someone spoke about you. Yes, someone wronged you. Okay, God, what are you going to do with this? How are you going to help me get through this? How are you going to move in this? Because I am frustrated. That's honestly how I was. That's how I would be praying, God, I am frustrated with all of this. How are you going to make this turn to something good? How are you going to turn this for good? The pastor got wronged, people got wronged, and somehow you are going to make something happen, and I don't understand how. And so for us, it's a matter of trusting God, trusting God that he is going to work things out, trusting that God is going to move things around, trusting that God is going to make something happen, but we have to be willing to be transformed by God. Our mentality has to change. Our ideas have to change. Yes, you got hurt. Yes, you got damaged. But now you have to allow God to work on that damage, to work on that hurt, to bring things to surface, to talk to people, to tell them, this is what I dealt with. This is what happened. I am in the process of healing. And just watch how God is going to send people your way to help you in that situation. He will send others who will who will be that person or those people who will help you get through that hurt, who will help you get through those situations. And, and I want you to know whatever you're dealing with, whatever uh, situation that you've been in the past where you've been hurt and you've been carrying around, God wants to get rid of that. God wants you to move forward and not have to deal with with that church hurt. And right now I want to pray. I And I just ask you that you be open to God, to the transformation he wants to do in you, the transformation he wants to do in your life, and allow him to transform your mind, to transform your mentality of how you see things, how you see people, how you see situations. Because the only way we are going to move forward, the only way we are going to see the body of Christ grow bigger and grow united is when we forgive and when we allow the religiosity mentality leave our mind, where we allow this religious mentality to to get rid of, of, of within us, to to just allow God to move in us, transform us. And so we're going to pray right now. And I just ask that you open up your heart to him, whether you've been hurt by the church or not. Unfortunately, these are things that are going to happen. But just know when situations happen in a church, people are human. People are human. They are not the perfect Christians. They are striving to be what Christ has called them to be. And sometimes some people are there for the wrong reasons. Sometimes people are in a church to bring it down. But we are here to be united. We are here to be forgiving. We are here to love God and to love people. And so I encourage you, allow God to transform your heart. Allow God to transform your mind and let him, let him move in your heart.
Father God, we just thank you for this day that you've given us. We thank you, Father God, for what you are doing in our lives. I ask, Father, for every individual who's listening to this, who's been through situations where they've been hurt, where they've uh, gone through something within the church, Lord, I pray um, healing over them, Father God, spiritually, healing mentally, Father God. And I pray, Lord, that whatever place that they were in, Father, that you bring them out of it, bring to light the things that need to be addressed, the emotions that need to be addressed, the situations that need to be addressed. I pray, Father God, your hand upon them, Lord, that you begin to transform their mind, you begin to transform their hearts, so that they may see, Father, that you have never left them, that the people around them who've hurt them, Father God, they were at a different place, and I pray, Father, a blessing even over those individuals. As difficult as that is, Father God, you ask us to pray for our enemies, and I pray, Father, for the individuals who have hurt us, I pray, Father, for the individuals who have wronged us, that you be with them, Father God. We thank you, Lord. We praise you, and we pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.